0: Hey, faith family, welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Calvary Bible Church, welcome back to another episode of Beyond Sunday. We've got my joke telling friend, Pastor Randy here. So I bought a dog from a locksmith and the second we got him home, he made a bolt for the door.
1: Oh, very good. Does that come from the skies or the mugs? <laughs> no, it's okay. not. I got it from some <laughs>
0: other stupid resource. Not my daughter. Her jokes are good. Yeah, these the con- are not.
1: The country store. I was in there the other day, and and uh, if you ever go in there, there's a little book. That little book rack, uh, just opposite the. I think it's just opposite the produce side. So mm-hmm. when you walk in, yeah. And I wanted to check to see uh, every once in a while. I'd check to see what's on that book rack, and mm-hmm. they had that guy with the. Is Logan's Isle, Logan's Isle is the the name of the the guy with the coffee cup that does the jokes back oh, and forth with the other guys? I don't know his name. They sit on the chairs. Yeah, yeah you, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. I thought it was Logan something Logan's Isle, and that kind of sound, sounded like the way they would do theirs. Yeah. yeah I, so cool. They
0: may have told it. Who knows? Know. But uh, that wasn't my resource. I don't know how time. they come
1: up with them. I don't either i'm no i like i said i'm the worst i don't know where to find them i don't know how to tell them i don't remember them
0: sam fry would be able to write jokes his, is he good at his it? his dry sense of humor he just rattles them off that's it's good. like it's breathing that's him, good you know um i bet that goes along with the gift
1: of evangelism
0: probably probably all right let's get into this um so i missed this weekend i know everyone attendance was marked i wasn't there I was with the young adults which is a great weekend. Good. Um, good. But we were in John 17. I listened to I think the whole sermon.
1: Good for so, you. Wow. I admire you for doing it. It's
0: our uh, it's our values endurance. around here. Good endurance. It is endurance, which produces something. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. so mm-hmm. we Patience. got into the core values. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was biblically shaped, and we were in John 17. Mm-hmm. I have two questions for you, and we'll see Mm -hmm. if those lead to any other ones. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, here's what we got this week. Uh, You said it's being sanctified, right?
1: I did say that because it's in verse 17. Yeah. Right. Sanctify them in the truth. Right. Mm -hmm. And so
0: you said the word sanctify Mm -hmm. has a sense of being cut off.
1: Yeah. That was interesting. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Is that just part of the, like...
1: Yeah, just like kind of the origin of these words. You know, how do they start? And it's not that that's the meaning, because notice you have to go from... The, re, the only reason why I would bring something like that up, though, mm-hmm. is because a lot of... Uh, and you may be one of those that you learned it as separated. Yeah. So just think mm-hmm. about where that comes from, though. You start with a term that was used in the ancient world to cut a piece of something off and remove it. Mm-hmm. You're separating that piece from the whole. So that was kind of the... It was kind of interesting just to delve down, uh, delve into that. And the reason yeah. that that's been helpful to me... And, and we'll, we'll deal with this again on this coming Sunday with a really familiar text for Worshipful, Romans mm-hmm. 12, 1 through 6a. Everybody knows, you know, be, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, mm-hmm. by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies and so forth, mm-hmm. uh, a living sacrifice and so forth. But the reason why I do that is because a lot of times I haven't done a great job in the past of, uh, of studying uh, the language Uh, in order to see how do we get to the meaning we get to. So how do you get sanctified from Mm -hmm. this word? Right,
0: because it doesn't start off as a Christian word.
1: No. No, and and even if it did, I mean, sometimes the usage early on is just just a a foundation for another meaning. So as Mm -hmm. I've said to some other folks in the past, you know, when you look at some of these Greek and Hebrew lexicons, these dictionaries, they're giving multiple usage of these words. In this case, uh, you know, the sanctification, depending on your 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 question or comment there is, you know, that, that whole idea of being separated yeah. is foundational for it. Mm-hmm. But the question is then what's next with that word?
0: Yeah, I didn't even get to the question yet. I know, I'm waiting. You ready? Here yeah, you go. I'm, I'm so if we're to be cut off from the world, yeah. what, what does that look like? Uh, Specifically, in terms of like what voices that we allow Mm -hmm. to be speaking into our lives, whether that's, you know, some secular voice, TV, movies, et cetera, music. Yeah. uh, There's all kinds. And like we've talked about, there's a lot of subtle voices that we probably don't even pick up on. So, yeah. yeah, Just what's that mean? How far do we go to be sanctified, right? But yet, in the world, but not of it, type yeah. of a mindset. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll use one that I'll use again soon uh, because it's because we're coming up on uh, like the Super Bowl weekend in a mm-hmm. few weeks, and so you know throughout the years uh, to watch the Super Bowl, the halftime's a big deal. The the advertising for the Super Bowl. Became, I don't know if it's oh, quite like it was. It was a time when it was like huge. It's still pretty big. It's still big, right? But.
0: I think so, it's waning a little bit. So
1: a lot, of, a lot of, you know, in my early years with, uh, you know, pastoring and, and a lot of times men would get together and watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine the awkwardness at times. I mean, especially if we don't have a relationship. It's awkward to have a pastor in the midst. Mm -hmm. of a bunch of guys watching the Super Bowl and there's the halftime show or the Super Bowl commercials. And I'm spoiling Mm -hmm. if there's no relationship. Now, thankfully, that's not been the case. I've been fortunate (laughs) to be with a lot of guys that were my friends. We sit down and we watch these things. And so, you know, for us, it's always been there's a line that we draw where entertainment, entertainment for me crosses into an offense to God. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things that are funny, like there's some of these ads are funny ads, and then some of them are crude. Yeah. And so I think that sanctification for me is growing in my Christ-likeness so that that line is firmly planted, I know where it is, and so I don't want to move from entertainment to offense. Mm-hmm. So when there's a certain thing being shown Uh, how do I look do I look when there's a certain thing being said how do I hear it Mm -hmm. and that to me is a sanctifying and with the guys we've often talked about this you know how do we watch the the halftime show and the commercials as a Christian man Mm -hmm. there's certain things where we we should be reacting with a wince yeah instead of maybe a wink you know the some some stuff's really funny and it's it's you know, it's just enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Other other things are uh, that's a win. That causes a wince. It's like a because that's not God honoring, and I need to know that. That's just one personal example. Of, you know, a bunch of guys watching the Super Bowl coming up. Yeah, sanctification.
0: Right. Do you find that that has changed for you over the years? Like, as you continue to grow in sanctification, that. Level of comfort with what you see or experience or hear is shifted in one way or the other.
1: Yeah. So you, you played sports in high school and mm-hmm. and co- didn't you play in college? Some mm-hmm. I forget was it soccer? Soccer. Yeah. So I think you know for for us, sadly, if you go back to locker room days, yeah, and you think about the 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 talk, locker yeah. room talk, back mm-hmm. when we were kids, yep. young men, you think about that, and then you just think about you know where where we are today. I mean, I hope that I don't have that same reaction as I did back then, mm-hmm. uh, as a as a young Christian man, just work, you know, just living in the world, experiencing the world, a young man growing in my faith, trying to be a Christian, uh, being a teammate with mostly non-Christians. Uh, so I would I would hope that there's a better sensitivity on my part to where that line is, mm-hmm. and that would be one that would be one thing. If I can move away from that for a moment, though, to go to so I was just listening. Uh, I don't I don't ride around the car a whole lot, but I I was able to hear NPR on the radio uh, over the last fifteen or twenty minutes before arriving here, and um, they were talking about the the uh, the campaign, uh, the political campaign, presidential race that's yep. going to happen. It's heating up soon, right? With the, yeah, it's ramping up. It was November. like the Iowa, Iowa caucus. I, I may not have the words right, so Sounds if you're right if you're watching and you know, and then the Newham- and then the New Hampshire primary is the next week. So I was listening to a bunch mm-hmm. of a panel discussing this. So one of the one of the sanctifying things that I encountered this last couple of weeks in my studies was this uh, idea from, and I can't remember whether it was from, I think it was from J.I. Packer. So I may have quoted this in church last week or the week before but it's the the fact that i shouldn't be bewildered i shouldn't be as bewildered by the world That was 2 weeks ago uh, okay
0: In uh, like the wisdom uh, yeah things okay. of holiness like that. thank you we know growing in wisdom so i
1: really think that i think that that's important that if i'm if i'm functioning in this world and i'm always perplexed and bewildered i think that's saying something about my sanctification so I would rather I, I would rather say you know with uh, this sanctify them in the truth, you know all of the things that the Bible tell me about God and His sovereignty and His providential care, but also about evil, mm-hmm. and about the world. Mm-hmm. Like like I read a text maybe Sunday, you know the, the whole world lies in the lap uh, lies in the not in the lap of but of the evil one. I, I quoted First John, and so if I know the word. If I know that word from God and I believe that word from God, I shouldn't be as bewildered by this world. doesn't mean I like it. It's just I shouldn't be bewildered by it. Define bewildered for me. Um, I just, I can't make sense of this. I don't understand what's going on. I mean, why is it like this? Right. I should never ask that question. Why is it like this?
0: But I think sometimes, you know, at least from my angle, I, I see a lot of folks who I don't know if they would define themselves as bewildered but they get so kind of lost in the chaos of this world or, con- mm-hmm. yeah, maybe confused in it. It's like they can't – they don't see that, man, that's just not good for you. That's not right. It's like they're, mm-hmm. they, their, their spiritual sensitivity radar maybe isn't as high as it, it could be or mm-hmm. should be, and they put themselves in scenarios where whatever the world is mm-hmm. preaching to them, their radar isn't going off like – this is it's preaching something a secular sermon at me it's not that's reality. not helpful it's not biblically shaped and they don't see it and then it's like they get and, caught up in it and goodness i mean i say that but i mean i'm sure it happens to me too where it's like i mm-hmm. i'm just my blinders are up to something mm-hmm. and so how far should i go to sanctify myself to disassociate with certain worldly things in order to mm-hmm. get healthy and allow myself to be shaped biblically. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the tension I think I'm, I feel and and Mm -hmm. I see Mm -hmm. again in my own life and in others. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. That makes sense to me that they, you know, that someone can, that someone can be not separating themselves from the mindset of the world and it catches them off guard and it causes them confusion or it, just s- draws them it draws them into a a mindset and and the decision making that is the result of the mindset mm-hmm. i can see that and as even part of
0: sanctification like i'm thinking about tv for example yeah. like i can't think of off the top of my head any modern contemporary shows that are really sure yeah and i'm not that there are out there there's a million so there's got to be some mm-hmm. but there's just not a lot that feel like man, this is healthy and wholesome and entertaining and not causing me to wince, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, right. And then, but then I think back to even some of the older shows and movies, there's stuff that happens there too that I'm like, ah, oh, that just causes me like- Oh, sure. Like, different ways
1: of like, that's you know, not again, good. No, again, depending on your age, like, like whatever your age is, and if you watch television, like if you watch Gilligan's Island, Like I, I I mean, I knew every Gilligan's Island episode because that was, that that was my era. I mean, everybody watched it and I probably watched it multiple times depending on when it was on, Mm -hmm. but you you watch any of those types of shows. And I, the reading that I've been doing, I mean, the sixties were, were really, uh, uh, the six, that, that, that decade of the sixties was traumatic for the world Mm -hmm. and especially the, the United States world, um, I had no idea of all the things that were happening there that, um, you know, were so anti-Scripture. Yeah. So to be biblically shaped and try to see what was happening in that time period, you think, oh, wow, we were, you know, a long way away from Scripture. So yeah. So all of these things, I mean, you, you take, you know, if you're thinking about your sanctification this week beyond Sunday, I mean, all of the data that you take in from this world, none of that is coming from God's Word. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's just not where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. The The whole world's agenda in any area means that we really have to be listening and watching critically all the time. Yeah. Well, that's not reality. That's not reality. That's not reality. That's, that's reality. That's not reality. Right. I mean, that's, that really is, is you know, if you, if you listened to the world that way, mm-hmm. it's very tiresome in your mind. Mm-hmm. Your mind better be active. Mm-hmm. So... And, and that's yep. part of this, uh, Can I I don't know where you're going with this, but, you know, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. I did not, I didn't do a good job at the end. I had two verses that I, I wanted to refer to, to make sure that we knew that that God gives us a responsibility in this. He doesn't automatically sanctify us. In the truth means we have to be in it. And then we have to be putting that into practice. Mm-hmm. So there's no doubt that there's there's effort. Uh, remember, God isn't opposed to effort; He's opposed to earning. So there's strong effort implied in verse 17. You're not going to be sanctified in the truth by God if you're not in the Word. Mm-hmm. But if you but but you also have to be in the Word so that so that y- you and I are we're in the Word so that we're able to know that's not reality right this word is that's not can i do that in my life and then not be swayed by it
0: yeah and when you say that's not reality us recognizing something what you mean is yeah not that it's not being said or it's not real yeah but it's not god's right. best reality let for me, us
1: let me give you an example so you're you're mentioning television shows so there's there's a show there's a uk version and an american version called ghost mm-hmm. and so i don't know where it's streaming Paramount or something. So, so here's a show that has this. Uh, th- there are ghosts residing in this large home, and a couple moves into this home. They they somehow inherit the home. Oh, yeah. They go into the home. the The wife has some traumatic fall, bumps her head, and now she's able to interact with the ghost. She sees them, hears them, yeah. and can live with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the husband can't. Mm. So uh, you know, I'm watching this and. Uh, um, and I'm thinking, wow, this is so interesting because this the ghost from another world are there helping this couple. That's not real. That's not real. Gotcha. But that is such a cool Did, life.
0: Didn't never hear it going with that.
1: that it's so I mean <laughs> it's such an interesting life to think that yeah. here you have people that are living forever. They're right. thousands of years old now because mm-hmm. they're all from different eras. Yeah. And they're there in the house and their wisdom and their questions and their observations and yeah. their agendas all come together. And of course, every episode, the script is the same because they run a nice show. Yeah. You know, they write these things on purpose. And so here's the ghosts and the humans working together for good. Mm-hmm. That's not real. No. Yeah. And, and and not to mention, if, if there, you know, anything else. It's just like, that's not the afterlife. Yeah. So if if somebody were next to me and we were watching this and they were a young Christian, Mm -hmm. I would say, do you know what the Bible says about the afterlife? Mm -hmm. It won't be ghosts smiling and having little tea parties and all this. It's not going to be like that. There's two places Mm -hmm. we're going to go, you know, at the judgment, either to life with God or in the judgment of hell for eternity. So there's just, and that's probably too long, but there's an example of what's real and what's not. And what is our world preaching? Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: that's good yeah no that's good um and i think too with the question coming back to the initial question of what's that mean how far should we cut ourselves off from a lot of times that question is asked because we want to know how far can we go and it's just usually not a great place to be asking a question from so like commit Mm -hmm. these things to prayer you know if you're sensing the holy spirit like yeah, getting at you. Yeah, for whatever it is. Listen. Yeah, you know. Good. Um, and wisdom. And, yeah, wisdom says mm-hmm.
1: you and I will have a different line.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's that's the whole point of wisdom. Yeah, is God gives us the ability to walk skillfully for Him, but it's not a, a cookie cutter approach. You can't say, you know, this is what you watch, this is what you don't watch. Mm-hmm. You've got to, you've got to live with God and walk with God with your conscience, right? Good. All
0: right. So the second question is my question and I think we've been going long enough and so I'm just gonna ax it. Just on the spot. Nice. You can do this because this is That's right. We're going off script and just cutting it. Thank you. You're welcome. Or they,
1: they were probably saying the same thing. <laughs> he or she's probably saying thank you. Guys. I
0: know some of these people, at Randy. They love long ones. Really? Like 60 that's not minutes. Ray. That's not
1: like Ray Newman, though. Ray's not one of those. No, no, no. Not he's really. not next level yet. <laughs> Actually, he's soon he's <laughs> yeah. He jumped in. Yeah.
0: Right. That starts. Okay. The Sunday. Good. Yeah, you're up. All right. Uh, next uh, mm-hmm. core value is going to be worshipful. Pool. Yep. Romans
1: twelve. Yeah, we're a we're a we're biblically shaped we're a biblically shaped worshipful disciple making faith family. Those four. That's the order we'll go. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's, and it's great to put it in a sentence like that too. That's I like to do it to for me. It
1: was helpful to me mm-hmm. back when you guys were, actually, you and Jordan were um, drawing these up. That, I just liked them a lot. They're I love it. Yeah. Austin so
0: Austin was really helpful. Too. It Was
1: Austin too?
0: Yeah. Actually, so what happened? Do I have to
1: admit that that Austin is.
0: So like Austin and I would sit down and work on one. Yeah. And be like, man, yeah, okay, we feel that. like it was pretty good. I remember that. Then we'd give it to Jordan, who's really good with words. And yep. He would just be like, mm-hmm. he would take it from being, yep. you know, minor leagues to the major bit. leagues. He can do that. So anyway, yeah. that's the way it goes. All right. All right. Thank you for listening. Questions for the podcast can be emailed to podcast at cbcmj.com.
1: Wow. Okay. You
0: can also just text me. That happens too sometimes. Really? If you have my number, which I will not be giving out, that will not be at the bottom of the screen if you're watching. And yeah, this is always good. Fun. Randy, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. See you guys. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship, beyond Sunday.